Welcome back into the Real Kipper and Bourne Show. We are live on Sportsnet, Sportsnet 650 in Vancouver and Sportsnet 960 in Calgary. This hour of Real Kipper and Bourne brought to you by Bet365. We are down at the fanfare at the Metro Convention Center in light of the NHL All-Star Weekend. A ton of people here. If you get a chance, please stop by. It's a, it's a great site and it's a great vibe as we go into tonight's skills competition. Let's welcome in Deputy Commissioner of the National Hockey League, Bill Daly. Uh, Bill, thanks for joining us. Happy it's to already join you guys. it's already been a very busy Long weekend, busy, <laughs> busy afternoon for you. Uh, State of the Union addressed as you and uh, Commissioner Gary Bettman always do this time of year at uh, the NHL All Star. And you know, I, I know we're going to get into expansion. We can get into Olympics, uh, four nations face off and all of that. But obviously the big story off the ice, uh, continues to be the investigation and, uh, the, uh, the alleged charges to, uh, to five individuals. And, you know, I, I, I can't sit here, Bill, and, and, and think I'm going to ask the one question that you didn't get, or you and commissioner didn't get today at the press conference. But to be honest with you, I'm just not that deep enough. Maybe my buddy Justin Board wants to get into it. But just tell me for one second, like you've been around for a long time, but how difficult is it, you know, to, to stand up there and, and, and answer these type of questions for you and, and Gary, you know, no matter how long you've been in the business? Look, I, the uh, the story is an awful story, right? And And you feel... You feel bad for almost everybody associated with it, and and uh, you know it's it's taken its twists and turns. Um, you know, beginning from the start with with what Hockey Canada, how Hockey Canada approached it, how the London Police approached their initial investigation, um, what transpired after that, um, and you know we went through our own significant in investigation, um, and now it looks like. Uh, we are we, at least we have a path uh, in terms of trying to kind of resolve what happened and, and address it appropriately. Um, and you know we'll see where that process takes us. Um, you know, I, I wish it didn't happen. Bill, how much does your decision making on what to do with these players uh, rely on the legal outcomes with London Police versus what you guys have uncovered with your own investigation? Well, I, I think. Um, it definitely has an impact, right? And we, we, we're going to see how the legal process plays out. And I think we may learn even more than we know now as that process plays out. Um, and I think we need to have all the facts uh, that, that could, we could possibly have um, to, to respond in, in an appropriate way. Between Hockey Canada, uh, uh, London Police Service, and, and your investigation internally, it doesn't sound like... Uh, there's been a collective uh, group effort from all of you. Is it one of those scenarios where they're doing their thing and, you know, you're on the outside looking in, you're doing your thing, they're not involved, and, you know, is that, has that been part of the, the frustration a little bit? Maybe lack of, you know, coordination, coordination information, no. No. shared... Look, I, I, that's how it proceeded, right? We were very, very separate investigations. Um, Hockey Canada did what they felt they needed to do. London Police uh, did what they felt they needed to do, and we did what we felt we needed to do. Um, you know, so there was no coordination on that front. 
There could be a host of reasons for that, and they could all be good reasons and, and legal reasons. Um, I'm a lawyer, but I'm not a criminal ex lawyer uh, expert, uh, particularly in Canadian law. So um, I don't know why uh, there wasn't a more coordinated approach, um, but, but there clearly wasn't. Bill, I know you've answered a lot of these questions today. Kip, did you want to ask anything else on this before I turn the page? I know we only have Bill yeah, for a little bit. Just, just in terms of your your next move, in terms of following the story, are you at the basically like everyone else, waiting to see what the London Police Service say uh, when they have their press uh, conference, I guess, on Monday, and then you'll act accordingly to the information that you receive like the rest of us? Yep. Is that fair That's to say? Exactly, exactly where we are. We'll see what happens on Monday, and, and we'll, we'll respond um, in an appropriate manner. All right. Well, we will await that with the rest of the hockey world. Uh, obviously, lots of news today. The Olympics, uh, very exciting for a lot of hockey fans. First, I want to ask you about the, the Four Nations face-off. It's a unique event. Yep. I guess what goes into choosing the Four Nations? Uh, some ge geopolitics, I believe, were uh, mentioned with Russia. How does that process of deciding uh, happen? Well, I, th I think the initial intention was to be able to actually have a World Cup of Hockey in yeah. 2024. Right? This, this year, really, like next month, yeah. we would have loved to be playing a normal World Cup of Hockey tournament. Um, when we first broached that subject with the IIHF and with the member national associations uh, and with the leagues in Europe, um, it turned out that it was really too complicated to, to make that happen in the time frame that we needed to make it happen. Um, and you throw in the Russian aggression in Ukraine, um, complicating things. Uh, so we figured we needed to have a, a plan B, um, and that turned out to be the Four Nations face-off. Um, I think it's going to be a fabulous competition. Uh, seven hockey games, you know, a pure round-robin um, and a, uh, a final game um, over a nine-day period in February. I think it's a good uh, lead-in. Uh, to Olympic participation and hopefully a regular World Cup after that. Um, you know, we've done kind of mock-ups of uh, all NHL players, only NHL players. We've done mock-ups of the of the rosters on those four teams. It's going to be a fabulous tournament. Yeah. Like, very competitive. Bill, is, is there a sense from the league or the Players Association that as of today, like, there, there's a clear agenda. There's a clear path moving forward. If we wanted to go back to 1980 with the gold medal game and, and where the introduction of international hockey really started to this point right now, I think we'd always, we'd all collectively say that it's, we didn't advance it, mm -hmm. right? As, 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 as much as we would have liked up until this point. Like, do we blame, you know, do we look in the mirror and do we say uh, uh, strikes, lockouts, uh, pandemics? Where have we failed collectively that, that the process has been so slow in our game to advance international competition? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. I, I, and I, I haven't thought of it in those terms. Um, I guess I, I like looking forward and not backward. Yeah. Uh, but, but there's no doubt there's been missed opportunities uh, in, in potentially growing the game internationally. I do think as a sport, we've gotten to a point where, um, you know, we're developing elite level hockey players all over the world right and and so you know we're, we're in a time now where international hockey shouldn't um couldn't be better right so i i think we're 
hopefully looking forward, um, hitting a sweet spot where we, we can start to take advantage of those opportunities. And so what has changed uh, recently, I guess, for it to all unfold that we can announce 26 and 30? I know there used to be disputes over um, in insurance and travel and all that. Is it just a simple matter of negotiating with the I- IIHF? Yep. That's <laughs> we, about uh, it. We did negotiate the parameters. <laughs> I, I heard it you was, did pretty good. In it, that was one. A, it was a little. That was a little. Uh, you know, it was the the same issues, right? There's, yeah. They're not novel issues. I think the IOC and the IIHF and the and the member associations uh, and even the organizing committee in Torino uh, approached it a little bit differently in terms of how they were going to deal with those issues, um, but ultimately. We were able to resolve them and and move forward. And and it's not just for 2026. We actually thought it was important. And it, this was a double IHF request. Really, can we make an announcement or an agreement that encompasses 2026 and 2030, yeah. so that there's some certainty? And we're not going Olympics to Olympics, saying, "Well, you know, we'll see if we can participate next time." Yeah. Right. So. Um, I think creating some continuity in this area is good for the business model, too, in terms of building a foundation. Right. kind of helps when you get the feeling that they need us more than we need them. <laughs> I, I, uh, I've certainly <laughs> found that in the Four Nations face-off, yes. Yeah, it's, uh, it's fascinating that, you're, you know, that it's finally going to happen. Everyone's excited to see Crosby, McDavid, and the rest of the crew. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, to Justin's point, I mean, when you have conversations with Connor McDavid, like it's pretty crystal clear. Right? No, there's, uh, he left no uh, he left no doubt as to what his position was. That's great on this subject. Well, we appreciate your time today. I don't know, Kip. Uh, yeah, we're good. Well, just, you got a couple minutes, or we got to? Okay. I, I know we had ten. No, so we're yeah, good. Okay, right. okay uh, expansion. Okay, like I mean, Salt Lake City looks like a, a, a dog wanting to come in the house right now. You know, they're scratching, they're crawling. <laughs> you got to let them in. Um, so uh, what I'll say is, obviously, uh, there's been a lot of interest from, from a lot of uh, cities, some more um, advanced yeah. than others, and Salt Lake City's probably at the top of that list. There, there's no doubt. We have, a, we have an owner who really, really uh, wants to bring hockey to, to Utah. And, you know, Gary and I had a, a conference call last week with, uh, you know, the governor, of Utah and, and top legislators of Utah who kind of echoed Ryan's enthusiasm over bringing NHL hockey to Utah. So um, clearly we know there's a, there's a demand there. Um, but we haven't, uh, and this is really more, we're going to take our direction from our owners yeah. on, on the subject of expansion. Um, and, you know, this is something we're going to have to brief them on uh, as well as the other interests that's been expressed. And, see what direction they want to go. But as of right now, we're not in expansion mode. It's not a front-burner issue. It's it's one of the many issues we deal with. Okay, but one of them is uh, the situation in Arizona. The new uh, executive director of the NHLPA was very adamant today. He was? Yes, he was. (laughs) Would you like me to read... What he said today, how very how adamant and direct, extremely, Seems to be his way. extremely uh, concerned and disappointed uh, that uh, this is a situation where you know even their ownership group has refused to engage the the players on this front. Can I ask you why you guys have been so 
patient with Arizona and continue to be. Let, let me go back because I, I think it, it's incumbent on me to try to defend the club a little bit here. Um, I know what Marty said. Uh, he said that same thing before. From what I understand, uh, the actual facts are um, uh, Arizona has made an effort um, to coordinate and communicate with the Players Association on virtually every issue uh, that the, the, the Coyotes players have raised with respect to their current situation. So I, I think they've been far more responsive than the Players Association wants to give them credit for uh, doing. Um, as to your real question as to why we've been so patient, I mean, I've answered it the same way for 20 years now, so I'll answer it the same way again. Look, we, we, we make investments. Uh, clubs make investments in markets in terms of developing fan bases and um, and and wanting to be successful um that's no different here there's been there's been significant investment uh in the arizona community and this is a ownership group that wants to operate the team in arizona and i by the way over time that's been a concern to me that at some point in time there you might want an owner who really is not interested in staying in arizona but that's not the case with alex morello um Having said all of that, I mean, uh, you know, I, I'm realistic enough to say and know that, you know, it, it, you don't have unlimited time and, and we can't stay, we can't have an NHL franchise stay in the arena they're playing in, mm-hmm. um, you know, beyond a couple of years. It's not, it's not right for anybody. I'll just one throw in, Kip. Sorry, go ahead if you want to follow up on that. I was just going to ask if there's a cap. Is there a number of teams where you'd say, all right, everyone wants to be in the league. They have a great rank. We like that city. You know, 34, 36. Like, is there a number for you guys who are like, okay, that's that's excessive? Well, I mean, it's a good question. I mean, it's something we have to think about. 32 um, for us was a good number. Yeah. And we, we thought that was the right number uh, at the time. Um, the difference between our league and the other major professional sports leagues in North America though is the fact that you know we have significant canadian content right so we have seven clubs in canada which means we're only in you know 25 markets in the u.s and some of those are shared markets in the u.s right so that gives us more opportunities than maybe some of the uh, some of the other professional leagues in terms of considering expansion as a possibility and actually i think puts us in a position uh, a better position than some of the other leagues. If you get to 40, Kip could still play. <laughs> <laughs> get him out, I had, out there. <laughs> I had Bruce Boudreau tell me that he could still coach. Too, yeah. so. <laughs> Bill, we really appreciate your time stopping by and, uh, you know, uh, answering our questions, man. Uh, have a great night. Thank uh, you. We're in the betting world. Enjoy it. Who's, who's, who's taking home a million bucks tonight? Um, you know what? I, I was going to answer that question with my, my real opinion, but I probably should. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. Good idea. Great seeing you guys. Thanks, Deputy Commissioner of the, the National Hockey League, Bill Daly. All right. Thanks for joining us. That was awesome. Uh, all right, uh, Sammy, we're going to go to break. Keep her right, going. Keep Get her Sammy going. the headset and we'll carry on. Thanks, Bill. You know, one thing that uh, uh, Bill just touched on is the fact that... I found really interesting that, you know, compared to other leagues, we only have 25 in the U.S. That's an interesting note. 25 U.S., meaning we think that we can go to 30 U.S. Yes. And then seven in Canada. So, listen, for Canadians out there, wherever you're watching or listening to our show or uh, downloading it, it doesn't bold well for another Canadian city getting a team. 
because the focus I think we got out of that was yeah. U.S. of A. Yeah. Well, you look at it, and what, I don't know how many uh, teams are in the NFL. It's at 32, 34. MLB is not too different. The point being that we're so far behind in the U.S. with that well, number. Was it you that mentioned, I forget what day it was, that you talked about how, like, they want to be in Houston. Houston and, Atlanta, like the big, the big That's like, why they're fighting for Phoenix. Yeah. Like, those are the biggest U.S. markets. Yeah. Yeah. Got a Coyotes jersey right here. We got a guy. A Kachina. <laughs> there it is. It's a beauty. What is it? <laughs> oh, oh business. What else would it be, I guess? How, how much we pay to wear that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah they're uh, in the house. And come on, like, do the math. I don't know, another three or four teams, four billion dollars, more than that, maybe. Yeah, but Kip, four and a half, five billion. Can't sustain it. It can't. I don't know. I, I, you know what? I, I don't. It. What is your what is your perception or interpretation of sustaining? Quality. Like just putting. Quality. Uh, it's debatable, though. It's your eye, someone else's eye, the fan's eye. Oh, that's a good point. And yeah. to be honest, if you're the league, you go, oh, there's more mistakes, so there's going to be more yeah. goals? Like, we can live with and that, if you're right? A, we in, people enjoy goals. If you're a guy in Salt Lake City, you're like, I don't uh, care how bad these guys yeah, are. For the Justin first couple Bourne, years, he's yeah. fine. He's a fine <laughs> you know. player. I don't know. <laughs> we got, we got hockey programs now going strong in Dallas, California, Florida. You're seeing the fruits of that, too, right? Arizona. All the Cali kids, Austin, obviously a product of it, and you know, he's not the only one. Yeah, so, so I, I I, think they they go back to the office and they've mapped out 35. Wow. Yeah. 35. We just had yeah. a moment. We just had a moment. No, I, 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 so I really get the sense of that, especially just talking to Bill Daly. And a second team in Toronto, and we're at 30. Nobody says it has to come in the next uh, year or two, but yeah. I think depending on... Gary Bettman, how long he wants to stay as commissioner, which I would probably think another five years. Where's his... Five years? Maybe. Is he going to keep working that long? I, I mean, I don't know. You, you, you want to turn down his paycheck right now? <laughs> I do not. You guys can yell at yeah. me all you like. No, I, I, I don't get the sense that he's going anywhere anytime soon. Okay. But I would think that He's, he, he'd be having a number of of how many teams in the league when he does shut it down. And I wonder if that's part of the sales pitch to a future owner right now. You say to Seattle, you say to you know Ryan Smith, you say, come in now and you'll be one of the guys collecting a check when team 33 yeah. and, or 4 and 35, 36. The thing you mentioned to him that we didn't talk at all about was the who's paying for everything with the Olympics thing. They and, are. The IIHF. And that's what I mean. Yeah, they are. And he, like, they, yeah. they, they, cut a, they cut a good deal. It was deal the Willie deal. The IHF was like, <laughs> okay, we'll do it. No, it's, and Gary kind of smirked about that on stage. I'm like, is that, like, is that guy happy? He actually tried to boast a little bit about he that. Did. I felt like. Oh, yeah. And then the IHF was like, but also we're getting some money from the federations. Oh, no, it's not just us. We're robbing Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. yeah. So We win. Gary didn't care where the money was coming no. from, as nor, nor should he. No. It's, he just knows it's not coming. And he sent a message in his press conference to the other owners. Did you catch that one? No. Where he just basically said, hey, if any of my owners are listening right now, hey, we're, not, we're not flipping the bill. Yeah. I, like, yeah, so, that's so they know that he's representing them well. Yeah. And at some, some point, yeah. don't like, you know, I know you're worried about your players or whatever, but like you want – 
your players to be happy ultimately. And it's yeah. like if you're not footing the bill and they're going to go over there and it sucks because you know they could get hurt, like what happened to John Tavares. Like I know it happens, but like don't you ultimately want guys to be happy playing yeah. for your team, right? Like I don't know. I just feel like it's been it's, it's just the, been too. The, long. the whole play on international hockey is just the growth of the game. And where else can we? find money guys mm-hmm. where where is it out there where and at the end of the day women's game you want to go to sweden that's fine but like it's like five million people there yeah right six million people it's not a big it's market not it's not it's what is that it's it's ontario guys yeah right well that's toronto you yeah. know that's um so where else is it and yeah. where where well, are we on space off that's where it is and where are they on uh NHL rights and streaming and all yeah. of it. Where can we f- tap? Yeah, yeah. That was an interesting question about the like, because someone asked, "Can you share the videos for your athletes in the?" Because that's something that you haven't been able to do in the past, right. right? Like on social media and stuff, you can't use highlights from these incredible the best on best games, yeah. like on or socials. The, oh, I, I can't even recall now. The rings was an issue. But, the yeah. NHL couldn't use the rings. That's right too, they couldn't. But you like on. On, when you're watching on SportsCenter after the game, they'd be like, here's a picture. Yeah, the, goal, like, the goal, goal never happened. Yeah, it's like, oh it's like, like gaslighting. It's, it's like, that oh did happen, God. right? Like here's a goal. still shot. We're, yeah. like, are we, what are we we're talking this far about? away from, like, a sketch artist. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like, You guys hey, remember the golden goal? Draw the picture of Sid shooting the puck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, God, that's yeah. true. So one thing I did want to mention, too, was... He mentioned the Four Nations face-off. He goes, you know, it's uh, seven games over nine days and kind of nine days. Yeah, is the NHL shutting down for two weeks mid-season? Yes. Yeah, yeah, they are. I mean, that's consequential. Well, the boys from the other country are like, oh, hello, Cabo. are like, let's go, <laughs> hello, Cabo, baby. Let's go. How about the? Uh, yeah kind of shape the guys are going to be well you have back to actually in. stay in shape that's a period of time where you can genuinely get out of shape and i don't love if i'm one of the guys in the four nations face off that my season just went from 82 to 86 competitive yeah. games yeah it's different and i know we've had this conversation uh on this I- expansion you know thought and talking about i think one of the biggest ways gary bettman can solidify his legacy Especially here in Canada, was just to put a second team in Toronto. I still love I, this. To me, is more viable than ever. This has legs. I mean, not soon, but no, I, brought, it I brought it up on the morning show but today. It has. I'm telling you, from my perspective, knowing that we don't know what the Leaf ownership group will look like in two years, that this has legs, like you said. What a check you'd have to cut. Uh, I brought up my team name idea on the morning Did show. Did it today. get shouted from down? I went down. I went on the, the, the text line after. Eviscerate. It's just a terrible <laughs> idea. I'm not even bringing it up here. So <laughs> over here. So no, no, you, you can't do that no, on, no, it's on okay. our show. It's game time. He wants it to be the Toronto Hearts. Yeah. <laughs> like, because they have heart a lot of, of heart. Heart of the city. No, not that kind of heart. The heart of the city. Anyways, yeah. we got to do game time. You guys ready? I know, Kip. I know. <laughs> it's game time. Presented I don't by, know him. <laughs> it's game time. Presented by Bet365. Visit the app for the latest odds. Find out why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 19 plus. Ontario only. Please play responsibly. Now, I'm looking at the specials for tonight. 
with the NHL All Star. Prime Rib or? Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'll yeah. Bet on oh, what? Oh, different special. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Special bet, special bet. Uh, the All Star game. So the accuracy shooting and all that stuff. I mean, I think I went through that yesterday. But the game MVP, it's still staying at nine to one with Austin Matthews as the favorite. To me, what with all I talked about with um, the Vancouver aspect of this and that team being kind of stacked and our Michael Bublé talk, I feel like one of those guys could really try to show out. And I'm looking down the list here. Uh, Elias Pedersen is twelve to one, and I'm just quickly trying to find where Quinn Hughes. Quinn Hughes who is excellent three-on-three, great skater, good offensive player. He is 40-1 to one to be the All-Star game and MVP. And someone random will win it. And that's know? what I mean. Like, all it takes is for this team to win, which is a stacked team, and him to have, you know, four or five points, and he all of a sudden he's yeah. the MVP. Yeah. So. All right. So, and uh, the other one that I that's had. That's good is, value. I like oh, there you go, one. Kipper. And if you want, you know, Connor McDavid is plus 120 to win the fastest skater. Plus money. I was talking to someone about that. It seems like overthinking. There's only five guys in the event. Yeah, plus money on yeah. the fastest skater in the world. Yeah, maybe want to jump I'm, on that. I'm and not. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Uh-oh. I do have a little bit of a, a phobia of somebody blowing a wheel. What do they not have pads in the corner? I don't like? know. I don't know. Well, I agree. Bales like of hay. Uh, listen, uh, it, to me, it's <laughs> still... Bales of hay. Hey, hey, you can twist a, an ankle or a knee just oh. as well in a, a yeah, big, yeah. big haystack. No, no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a needle in a haystack, boys. Yeah. All right. That was game time. Presented by Bet365. Visit the app for latest odds. To find out why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 19 plus. Ontario only. Please play responsibly. You see who's hanging out over there? Break time. Well, look at it. It's the mayor of FanFest. Um... Sorry, sir. No autographs. We're <laughs> cut off. I'm sorry. So, yeah. We'll hit the break, and then we'll get we'll the We'll hit the break, off. and we'll bring in Stellectricity, and we will sign something for him. <laughs> More Real Kipper and Board after these words. Big opinions and in-depth conversations covering the Leafs, Jays, Raptors, and the NFL. The J.D. Bunkins Podcast. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Forget about Grammy Award winners. Forget about deputy commissioners of the NHL. We save the best for last. Are you going to sing like Buble? Is that me? <laughs> the mayor of Fanfare, Gord Stellick. And I'm here to present you with the key to Fanfare. Right? Don't mayors do that? I think you know, that's their only role as far as I am aware. Hey, what's with uh, your kid Charlie? Every team that fires a coach, they should sign him. I know. They need that kind of energy. It's a positive wow. vibe. He's ready wow. to go. He's oh looking goodness. good. No one, hat. no one, including <laughs> Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews, is busier than you this weekend. <laughs> That's that, the, this is my bailiwick. I wish they, I could be trade show Gord, right? I could go on the. I got to find out. Go to Felon <laughs> hey, Falls and there'll be, Nantucket. There'll be nothing of you left. That's it. I'm a puddle. Give I'm us your puddle. itinerary. What have you been doing? Well, uh, so I did our, our show on uh, Sirius XM NHL Network. Then three panels, interactive panels. Uh, one was with the officials for this weekend. Yeah. Uh, Steve Walcom set him up. It was great. The two referees, two linesmen. Are they going to call anything? 
Um, that we had fun with that. Actually, it, it, I was a little bit worried about that one because it's just kind of different. Yeah. And at first, it was friends and family, then a bunch of crowd came. Then it was great. Then Austin Matthews and, and uh, Willie Nylander were my first panel. And then uh, Mitch Marner and Morgan Raleigh were my second panel. So those were like, you know, just jammed in, and it was fun. I mean, it re- represents the four Leafs being here for the weekend. And, um, okay, here's, here's my plug for my book. I'll just mm-hmm. leave it at this. In the, the book Revival I did with Damian Cox, the point being is that team was homegrown guys. Mm-hmm. Daryl Sittler, Tiger Williams, Boria Salming, Lanny McDonald, all signed, drafted by the Leafs. 40 years later, they're best friends. Now, I don't know if these guys will be or not, but right. they get that series win over your New York Islanders. Pat Burns' teams and Pat Quinn's teams were not homegrown Leafs. Yeah. These four that were there today, they're homegrown, yeah. and they got to win that playoff series against a team like the Islanders, you know? And yep. everything's great. It's a great vibe. They win. They're chilling. They're fun. <laughs> they're really comfortable. Were they fun? They were great. Nice. They were great. That's they're great. Really, like, you yeah. know, particularly like Austin's really found a niche. Yeah. Morgan's always been Morgan. Yeah. Um, you know, Mitch can be, I don't want to say serious. He's, he's good, but I love Willie and Austin. Like, yeah. they're just, you know, they get it here, you know, but yeah. again, you want to get that playoff success. So anyway, it was fun. Who Does the All-Star game matter or not? Last year, Matthew Kachuk was the MVP, and they made it to the Stanley Cup Finals. There you so, go. I don't know. We're talking to former general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and of course uh, one of our favorites here on Real Kipper and Board, Gord Stalick. Now, you've covered all-star games, uh, including the one 20 years ago with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. Uh, we covered a few together, I think, uh, in Minnesota on our way home. When you I did got get... stopped uh, by security. I had to drop your pants. Yeah, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your kipper cam back there. We're in Minnesota. Yes. It's freezing. Yeah. And I, I got a hip replacement three years. There's two parts to it. First of all, of all things, we're going to Minnesota. I don't know why. I had scheduled getting snipped. Okay, <laughs> buddy. So hey, a couple hey. days before, he's got a bag of peas everywhere we look. No. He's got so, he's, he's got a bag of peas. You're in supposed his to do groin. it before Masters well, weekend, so, so you can sit in the Kippy, couch. Doctor Kippy goes, "Oh, you're going to really swell." I, I mean, Kippy. He was right. We get to the hotel yes. room, everyone's getting ice for drinks, and I'm getting ice for El Gordo. Big ball Stella all weekend. <laughs> and then coming back because three years later, I'm giving my whole history. I had a hip replacement, yeah. so my it goes off when I go through the. Uh, uh, the metal detector and Kippy's on it like whatever El Gordo getting a pad down. Yeah, getting, yeah. So, so back then I had this thing called the Kipper Cam before there was so, phones, yeah. right? So I'd go yeah. around and film everything. You actually carried like a little handy cam, a thing? little yeah. handy cam everywhere. Where's our picture by the Mary Tyler Moore statue? Remember, in all <laughs> yeah. honesty, yeah. freezing yeah. cold, the Mary Tyler Moore statue. We got, I got to find can that. Turn the world on with a smile, Gord yeah. Stellick. That's, that's who. it. That not 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 that nice. <laughs> so, so where does where does the vibe today compared to what we saw here in uh, 1999 or 2000? 2000, 2000. 2000. And anything else that you've experienced? Um, the, again, I'm not. The vibe's a lot stronger, okay? 2000 was a bit of a. I mean, it's funny. It, the world versus North America just didn't do it, no. okay? And the game just didn't do it. It really didn't, except Cindy Lauper was in my row. That was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, she was. She Cindy was in Lauper my row. Cindy Lauper and Mary Tyler Moore. Uh, yeah, this is a yeah, heck of a yeah. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Really keep things current, Gordo. Yeah, yeah. Just want to have fun. Our favorite guest for the last time, Gord Stellick. Yeah, until he gets to 2024, at least 2010. Um, and then, uh, so they had the great. Remember they had the great Field of Dreams video. 
that was unbelievable. They did Gordie like, Howe, Mary Lemieux, and Bobby Wayne Gretzky. And Bobby Orr. All the guys that don't normally yeah. show up. Yeah. So that was the one uh, most memorable. The, you know, the Expo wasn't the same level. So i got to give them full marks about growing. We'll see how the skills go on everything else. They had to change the format. Yeah. Uh, Three-on-threes worked ever since that game in Columbus. And they had to kind of rejig the skills, and they've done that tonight. So... It's when it comes to your town, it's great. Okay, yeah. it's fun. That's what it is. Sure, the great vibes around here. The fanfare has been a lot of fun. Um, looking forward to tonight. So, wanted to ask you about some of the news today from yeah. uh, Bill Daly. Is the Olympics coming back and, and the Four Nations face-off? All, all sorts of news. Wanted to get your thoughts on sort of this makeshift tournament the NHL is doing. You get Canada, U.S., Sweden, Finland. Uh, what are your thoughts on what they're doing here? So, you know, first of all, I get defensive and say it should be six teams, because that's what we're used to, or some yeah. people say eight teams. But then you go, what's wrong with four? It's a start, and yeah. maybe you do it right, and maybe you can grow from it. Now, is the idea that every second year we'll have an international event? Yeah. Correct. So, which should be great, because that means every second year an All-Star game. Yeah. Which, you know, it gets a little tired. The All-Star need, game, yeah. different places and stuff. So, I like it. I love the fact, and you know what, Kippy, and it actually surprised Don Fear when he took over the NHL Players Association about how passionate the players wanted to play. Yeah. Right. He kind of he kind of mis misjudged on that one. So, um, yeah, I'm 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 liking that kind of angle. Whether it was the Summit Series, the Canada Cup, the World Cup, you know, we had those along the way. Let's get back because international play always always the top of my mind as far as yeah. memories go. Uh, we had uh, Commissioner Bill Daly on, and I asked him a little bit about uh, the Arizona situation. And as we heard in, his, in the press conference, uh, the feeling was that they think that Arizona is finally going to get it right here in the next couple of weeks. Do you remember when Bob McCowan was talking about it every night, the Arizona Summit? They talked about it more than Toronto. Yeah. And by the way, I hope Bob's doing great. Shout out to him in all yes. seriousness. But they, they were, him and John Shannon were on top of it. It was 20 years ago, yeah, wasn't it? It was a long time. <laughs> oh, my God. So we heard from new executive director uh, Marty Walsh, who we haven't really heard too much, and yeah. there hasn't been much of a presence. But I thought he came out firing today with a quote that says he's extremely concerned and disappointed with ownership over the arena situation. Because they're partners now. You know, the, pe- the players are partners as far as revenues go. And it's like us sitting here... And say we got 32 pizza joints, whatever. Yeah. Kip, Kipper's Pizza. So, uh, Souflockies. Kipper's Souflockies. And, and, <laughs> and every year we're given the same report. Here's 31. Yeah. And store number 32. Yeah, but wait wait till they wait, wait till they build a facility that's not an old photo hut. Remember those photo huts, right? Yes, I do. You know, that maybe the, well, yeah, we got year eight, though. Hold on here. What, yeah. what, like, whatever. We're paying common expenses and all that stuff. Like, let's uh, get let's get rid of uh, 32 yeah. or move it somewhere else. I, I like that. He's Because he's stating the obvious. For sure. What was fascinating in talking to him, he made a comment about how the U.S. market only has about 25 NHL teams right now and that it felt like there's room for it to handle more I'm curious to know how many they would go to. Like, if you put it up to 30 and had a huge... Like, I worry about the quality of the product is where I'm heading with that, Gord. Well, so what city is he talking about? Houston? Everyone talks about He mentioned about Cincinnati he mentioned today. Cincinnati, Cincinnati today. Again. Did he mention Holy. Oklahoma? No, no. Omaha. City. Omaha. Omaha. He did not. Did he? What was I not well, listening? You're watching Peyton Manning a video. <laughs> <laughs> but he did. He mentioned several hey, locations. All, all I know Atlanta. Is he threw out some names. Several teams. I've several wondered U.S. About markets. You know, Houston, Houston Cleveland. Atlanta. Cleveland's got a great lineage. It doesn't really matter anymore. That was so long ago. But, yeah, so. I mean, do you think the hockey could sustain three more teams in the league? Well, Yes, to answer your question, yeah. it's sustained going from six to twelve. Sure, right? You know, th- you imagine imagine going from thirty-two to sixty-four. 
Like really, that was the kind of the equivalent. I know, right. I know, you know, to fans back then, like, oh my God, from six to twelve. So yeah. uh, I'm happy with the number like it's now. I'd be happy with fewer. Yeah. You know, does it mean, does it mean better hockey? We don't know. Yeah. We we assume it does. Seattle Kraken. Yeah. What do they have? Three. Third lines, they, four, they, four third lines. Their best player might be Jared McCann, or best scorer. He said, like, our, our best attribute is we have four second lines. Do, do they like, care? It's four third lines. They've got one of the most expensive tickets. People are paying. It's a business, I guess. Well, it's what the market will bear. Okay, yeah. so right? to Justin's Except point. Except when it comes to cost. To Justin's point, if they are focusing on uh, markets in the U.S., how disappointed should people be in Canada? Or is it just a, a realistic... Uh, thing that i mean there's there's no growth here moving forward well did they um i what what is quebec does quebec have, the, the perception was they have the chipman type guy or they have the yeah. whoever with the money and, and so they should be disappointed because they have a venue i don't know if they have the money or not you could easily put a second team here easily and i and yeah. that, that that's we've, always been the rumor we've had a lot of discussions yeah. on that yeah. and we do know that uh, Keith Pelly's going to be taking over MLSE as uh, CEO probably by April. Right. And do you see the dynamics changing amongst, say, Rogers and Bell moving forward? So when I got let go from the morning show, um, I was uh, all about everything good. Yeah. And it was a brief period. And I was told by somebody who I really liked, I said, there's no future for sports radio anymore. Okay, that was the thing. I'm out. Keith Pelly's hired a month later. Sports radio's back. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, you know we're just there. They were going to just do the McCowan show, and everything else would be yeah. like uh, I don't know, whatever. So, so yeah. So Keith is very pro sports, and there is certainly a market for sports talk radio and everything else that's going. So, I probably have you heard the rumor that Bell and Rogers yeah. have a deal in place because eventually they both want to have their own teams, right? Like the like they do with the Jays, and that okay, whoever doesn't have the Maple Leafs will not have to pay indemnification, which is always a stickling point because indemnification is a, a number you're supposed to negotiate. It could be whatever. Right. I don't know if there's any truth to this or not, but you put a team across the street. You put in Kipper's Slovakia stands, one of them <laughs> except the small one, yeah. the, uh, the Phoenix Coyotes one. Uh, you, you know, whatever. And you got and you got a second. Anaheim and L.A. have two teams. Yeah. You know, give me, so anyway, those are the ones. I'm not advocating expansion, but I'm saying, what the hell? Hey, look at this place here. Look at downtown. Move it around. Look at all the people coming to this. It is. It's very exciting. Um, you know, the realism, I guess, of, of that happening, we had Sam McKee put out a Twitter poll. Would you jump ship as a Leafs fan if there were a second team? 27% of Leafs fans said they would leave for the new team. Sam and his polls. Okay, how how do you feel about those? Someone called them scabs on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so... It does, you know what? He's really good on social media, and that's what it's all. That's that's what it's all about now. How could you make a judgment that you would leave? It'd be the kind of thing like show me, yeah. like the New York Islanders were an alternative about. Now they were, you know, far away, but a real alternative, and sure. that they were a terrible team at the start and slowly yeah. grew. And I don't know how many Ranger fans said I left the Rangers for the Islanders, or you cultivated new fans. I mean, that's really the la- the second part is what you're looking to do because. You'd like to think there's a market that's out there of fans that just would love an opportunity to get tickets that are maybe more affordable and, you know, more available. Listen, you grew up, JP, in the New York area. Are we talking Yankees, Mets? 
all over again with a second team in Toronto. And isn't that great? Yeah, yeah I think so. That's great. the same idea, and it's perfect. It's actually more money for the Leafs because you generate that rivalry and interest, and you can sell them against each other. It's just a matter of, I've heard people say, location-based. Like, is it going to be in Hamilton, or is it going to be a true second team in Toronto? Like, how does it actually look? Is it the 905ers versus the downtown? What does it look like matters to these people? Yeah, well, like the old Brooklyn Dodgers. I don't know. Just uh, I just think you put it across the street. I think you could put it anywhere. Then it's up to, and you look at Vegas and Seattle about marketing nowadays. I mean, how different it is to cultivate just something special and something that appeals, yeah. whatever it is. Do you do you believe in uh, that that unwritten rule around the NHL All Star that teams weren't supposed to make trades because it uh, upstages uh, the All Star weekend? So and yet we've had four teams make trades all from Canada uh, with Monaghan going to Winnipeg and Lindholm, of course, ending up in Vancouver. So when I was with the New York Rangers, my brief time, we made the Bernie Nichols trade at the All-Star break for Tony Granato and Thomas Sandstrom. Now, um, Gary Bettman was not yet the commissioner. And, uh, and and actually, it was so long, it wasn't the NHL. It was the only, we played the Toronto Shamrocks that. No, anyway, it was, uh, <laughs> but I, yeah, it's sort I, I don't know this. I thought then the next thing was the playoffs. Don't make announcement like uh, on playoff days, do off days. So, uh, evident, hey, but, you know, Kipper and, and Justin, like, if you're the LA Kings, you cannot waste one point. Mm-hmm. Like, there's 16 teams will make the playoffs. 25 are going to be pissed if they don't. So nine will. And the LA Kings, super for where they were. So you figure the coaching is not doing it. You can't waste any time and make make that move. So, Kippy, I don't know. Like, I I had heard that about it's a, quote, unwritten thing. But you know what? Your own own best self-interest come first. And so how realistic is it now that Canada has cup contenders, like real chances uh, yeah. at the Stanley Cup? And I don't know if you lump the Leafs in with that or not, but, I mean, boy, it, I do. for Winnipeg look legit. I, do. Yeah. I think they probably had a better chance two years ago, in yeah. all honesty, but, sure, yeah, but I, I, I do. And, yeah. and then you, you be those St. Louis Blues that one year you're the team that gets through. So yeah. Vancouver's a wonderful story. Edmonton, we, we knew. Winnipeg's a nice story. And, you know, Toronto can, can be, you know, when you – least expect it maybe and all of a sudden yeah. come through well just now the pressure of toronto because we know vancouver is a team that's got high aspirations winnipeg as well yeah. they make moves calgary's we know what direction they're heading it really just edmonton adds Corey perry yeah so like okay what are the leafs gonna do okay here's what they're gonna do oh good we got answers stand Hat. Oh, There's, no, boo. no, no. Nick Felino, Ryan O'Reilly, you paid through the nose for that. No, there's no, no, there's no shining knight in white armor coming in on a white horse. These guys that I talked to today in the fan forums, they got to lead and do it. Yeah. Your free agents and that your trade deadline deals were Max Domi and Tyler Bertuzzi, one year contracts. They're hired guns. They got to come through more in the regular yeah. season, the playoffs. Stop waiting for. Hey, it's like if we're having a party. And the party's not going to be fun until Sam comes. Well, then Sam comes, the party still sucks, right? No, we got to get the party going ourselves. It's not wait for the other guy to come. So that's it. Take him to the promised land. Do some, add some depth on D or whatever it may be. Add depth. Like yeah. Luke Shen, what a great kind of depth pickup yeah, last yeah. year. Those kind of things. What happens if we're ultimately not party guys? We're just, you know, okay, we're just going to go home early. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. I see the parallels. Yeah. Gord, I... I don't agree with you right now. Well, you think well, okay. buy? Well, I just think that they have to they have to do something to improve the club. I oh. do think that it's a really good point that the additions they have made have underachieved to a level where you say if they just give us what we thought they were going to give us, we're pretty good. Yeah. 
Oh, would you want to give how many? Like, how much equity do you have in draft picks anymore? Yeah, you've given up like you I, won a Stanley Cup I and you've won it. one round, no, so you can't keep doing it. I get it. Don't keep you know whatever. It's it, like, it does feel like being led to the slaughter, though. You're playing yeah. Florida in the first round with this group and no changes. All right. Well, what, well, then, well, then you better slaughter it good then. Yeah. Like, come on, come on, come yeah. on. So we were just discussing earlier in the show, Gord, that. Uh, we still have about 30-plus games to go, but uh, as we look at the standings here, and you made the example that Edmund, or, uh, L.A. can't lose one more point, yeah. but who are they Are they catching Edmonton? Are they catching Winnipeg? Like, who, who are they going to bump out now? Well, they're on the outside looking in. I love yeah. it, though. I love it. That's why that, the more compelling games, the game number 82... And not just who makes the playoffs, but also who comes first as far as that. Yeah. So I love this helter-skelter type season. I don't know about the L.A. Kings. All I know right now, like you know, Kippy and, and Justin, about when you got like Drew Doughty and Kopitar yeah. squawking, right? And then Tom McClellan after kind of a week ago kind of almost thrown up the white flag. I'm not saying that's what he did, but yeah. that kind of exasperation. And uh, I'm never about advocating coaches getting fired, but... Something is amiss, and that's up to Rob Blake and Luke Robitaille. That's what they got to try to figure out. You know what's funny is I can't help but see parallels between the team you're just talking about, L.A., and Pittsburgh, where you have a couple older guys who are really good, who you can't tell them you're not going for it. You've got a coach who's been there for a long time. You're struggling to get where you're trying to get. I mean, what, what's Pittsburgh do? Do they sell Gensel? Do they fire Sullivan? Or do they just do the thing where you just, I don't know, wait well, and see if it sorts itself out? Well, I mean, I, I take – I mean. I take it they'll find out this year, I guess. I mean, it's because yeah. the equity they owe Sid and all those Stanley Cups, and he's the guy that believes it's still there. So the other owners did. That's what they told Brian Burke and Ron Hextel when they hired him. The Fenway group, the new owners, told Kyle Dubas about that, like, yeah. whoa, 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 about the rebuild. We think we got one more kick at it. A lot of people think the Jake Gensel situation will be a telling one that yeah. if they sign him or not. But I, I, I don't think they have it. I, th- I, th- I think that they, they, they should be doing the retool, the rebuild. And, you know, Sid can decide, does he want to be a part of it? I mean, Patrick Kane had reached a point where he wasn't a part of it in Chicago. So, right. whatever. I'm not worried about Pittsburgh Penguin fans getting upset if you say Sidney Crosby. <laughs> it's up to him. But if you, but I, Straight him to well, the you know, But if they're on the downer, maybe he wants a year or two somewhere else. Yeah. Currently in the Eastern Conference, the Toronto Maple Leafs and Detroit hold the two wild card spots at 58 points. Pittsburgh at 51 with four games in hand on Detroit. Wow. So I don't I don't see Pittsburgh missing the playoffs, guys. The real, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. You think it's not a given. It's yeah. not a given. I do think that what's fascinating for Leafs fans and we talk about being led to the slaughter is if you luck into the Metro division, it's it's attainable. Top of that division, you get the Rangers. Who else is at the top of the Metro? Well, Carolina's Carol- getting there where they should be. Yeah. And yeah, they, they probably are. Rangers are hanging on right now. And Carolina's that, who coming do you like? on. No, but that's why Philadelphia was making hay and finally reality setting in. You kept going, they can't be in the playoffs. No, they he, can't he, be in first place. Jones came on our show and he's like, ah, hey, it's here, not our year. Here's a, here's a question on Philadelphia with no Carter Hart there. Like, where is his cap the rest of the way? Does the league tell the Philadelphia Flyers that... Carter Hart's cap remains on their, well, their I think, salary I structure, think Monday, Monday, or do they get yeah, relief? Right. Monday will be the start of some answers. There'll be a lot of no comment, but on the hockey side, the business side, because it's not like you just realized it now, Kippy, I'm, I am curious about that very fact as well. And I know that's not diminishing the legal side, the allegations, whatever. I'm just saying the business side, yeah, that, that that's a, yeah. he's the one that it's a big question. So, 
uh, tonight, skills contest. We only got a few minutes left. I want to get your take on tonight. Anything you're excited to watch for tonight? You got the four Leafs in, or two Leafs in events tonight. Matthews yeah. and three shooting ones. What do you got your eye on tonight? Um, I've kind of been there, done that, you know, yeah. about it. So I'm just, but, but hasn't Connor McDavid got a super double dog dare top secret obstacle course or something? I like haven't seen, yeah, yeah we haven't so, even seen a map of what No, that but looks totally, like but, that's, but that's kind of where they go to the, like at the end, it's kind of like the final little yeah. kind of surprise. So that one gives a bit of intrigue for me. My cousin George Kalinikos brought us souflakis we're going to ha- eat before the show. Oh, nice. We never got to them. No, where were they? It's actually so, with great irony that you're here and we have yes, a fiesta. And we've got I've got a fiesta, souflaki fiesta for you. Not fiesta. even a joke though. We do have We that. do, and I'm telling you right now, if there was a skills competition for the <laughs> fastest guy to eat a souflaki, I would win a million bucks tonight. I, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. But that was before I knew you were gonna join us <laughs> and uh and have a souvlaki too. Yeah, I no, I eat a lot, but I chew. I chew carefully. <laughs> we'll we'll yeah. get bet three six five to handicap. Yeah. Either way, yeah. by the way, it goes with speed. Uh, last night, of course, we had a terrific night uh, led by Kelly Chase uh, and the sixty seven Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. Uh, Brian Trotje also spoke hugely fan growing up. Eh, Trotto's and and, and his, in his world growing up, it was all Montreal Canadian fans. Yeah. So they were just spectacular. Uh, but I got a chance to hang out with brother Bob. Yeah. And let me tell you something. I'm shocked he didn't get into radio or TV because he is actually more engaging than you are. He's pretty introverted. How did how did that happen? That you went that way and Brother Bob yeah, went the other I don't way. Know. Go figure. But he uh, he enjoyed it as well. And we uh, chatted with Dave Keon there. Eddie Shack's uh, um, the late Eddie Shack's wife Norma read Kelly's daughter. It was great. But Bob said he had fun with you and Anne Marie. Yes. And, uh, yeah. He was in he was in good form. Bob. Yeah. Bob. Bob's a presence. He's a he, yeah. He's a he's a presence. And just one more thing, uh, I, I got to throw out again: uh, the work of Glenn Healy with the NHL alumni Absolutely. and how far it's really come uh, in terms of uh, the support that is out there for for all the alumni now moving forward and the programs that he's put together, mental uh, health issues, he's doing great things, uh, programs now, and and insurance. He's working on getting the guys yep. uh, health insurance as That's well. And he's got the respect of, like, Gary Bettman, Bill Daly and that. Sure like he does. does. He really does. And all of us ex-players as well. Hey, thanks for dropping by, pal. Thank you, Kipper. Enjoy the skills competition Justin, tonight. We'll do. Everybody here at Sammy. Uh, Fair, it's been terrific. Sammy McKee, enjoy your night tonight, buddy. What about We're going to get weekend? my son in here for a picture with you guys. I'd love it. Yeah. Charlie, come on, buddy. Charlie, come on up. All right, enjoy your skills tonight. Thanks for watching and listening to The Real Kipper and Bourne Show. Have a safe night, everybody.